Welcome to the Love Always Wins podcast. My name is David Hazen. I'm here to share with you our journey to connection and belonging. Last week I talked about the chronic need for antidepressants, and this week Timothy Williams is here to talk about the importance of encouraging people who are trying to meet the needs of our most neglected citizens. Timothy grew up on an Air Force base in Iceland. He's worked in construction, radio sales, and as an airline steward. He is currently doing landscaping work and living in a two-room motel suite with his wife and four children in exchange for part-time motel management work. I first met Timothy when he was giving away surplus food in the parking lot of his motel. Once his little operation of giving away food in the parking lot outgrew the space available at the motel, they moved to a a church parking lot. And then it took off and got even bigger. Yeah, it just kind of, like that happened. My neighbor just asked us if we wanted to give out food. I had no idea how much. Right. You know what I mean? I thought, yeah, sure, right. a couple of food boxes or something like that. Uh-huh. And I didn't know how much they were talking about. But then it took off, and now it's getting reproduced down in Cottage Grove. Food that we had started out with, that whole thing, moved to Cottage Grove, and then from there, I think it's it's done branched out to Dunlap and London and other parts of Oregon. Like they have free markets, and now they're delivering a lot of them. The young girl's name is Giselle, and they're delivering in teams to people's houses the food. Definitely, I think the goal for me when I saw it was don't let it go to the trash. Right. And today is not going to the trash, so I'm, I'm very happy. So yesterday we were talking about encouraging people yes. and how you love to do that. Yeah. So why is it important? I think it's. It, it, I think there should be a, a whole committee team to go around and encourage a lot of the groups that do the things in the city that that do volunteer and that do help um, the under the disadvantaged. Uh, the offset. I think there should be like a whole team that just goes around and throws parties for like the people that do that work, for like nurses, for police officers. I think every city should have a team of encouragement, you know, because it's such hard work. It is rewarding work, but it's definitely draining work. And and, and, and we need to remember why we're doing it, unless it turns into a job. I think if you had a team come around you and say, hey, we got Saturday night. We're calling all nurses to come out and we're going to celebrate you. We're going to have massage chairs. We're going to have music and food and, and singing and, you know, whatever. Just something to step out of your, you know, the, if you would, I don't want to call it, but edge, step out of the dredge. Or like, you know, even war, when you were in the war, they gave you R&R, you know, they gave you a break from the war and let you go play in the town or something like that, you know? Yeah. It's almost like that. That's why I think the encouragement is important because it, it helped me to have friends that would come around and just be like, come on, man, get your mind off that. I'm taking you out to eat or let's just go to the river and just, you know, and that was refreshing and encouraging, you know, the time, the conversation and not, not having to help somebody else and being helped. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Instead give it of giving all the time, balancing it with some receiving. If there's a such thing. 
and it's like having a cheering squad the way you describe it you that's know. the way i see it i mean of course it'll come out the way it needs to come out but i believe it's important that we especially in the day you know it just feels like encouragement is needed a little bit more than than what i remembered maybe 10 years ago i've been with some groups and i see a lot of the money that comes through a lot of the provisions we're that talking come about nonprofit helping organizations yeah 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 or i mean yeah usually 501c3 yeah you know and yeah you know i think i put like this i just think it gets complicated because even for them even for the person that's doing administration that gets that money you start losing sight of what it started out as and i think that's kind of part of it i believe like, you know, Food for Lane County started out with, what, two people back in 1984? Something like that. Two or three people. And they weren't 501c3 when they started. They didn't get 501c3 until, like, 90, 94. Or it was in the 90s when they got actually 501c3. But that was a whole process of time where they were, you know, building relationships with farmers and building relationships in the community, you know. And then once you hit that plateau of, like, 501c3 grant money coming in i'm not saying it did for them but i did see a, a change in history from what it once used to be like to, to what it is today same thing like goodwill salvation army i mean even carry it forward today i mean if you talk to arwen she'd probably be like yeah it's different from when you're just doing laundry for people than when you now all of a sudden you got millions of dollars in the bank and buses going this way and people calling on you all day long I need help I need a motel room you know what I mean it changes the elements and I'm just saying that even in that I could see someone getting discouraged you know what I mean having all the money or having a lot of a lot of the money a lot of provisions and resources but not being able to to get it out or uh in the in the manner that you feel you want to get it out you know what i mean it feels like non-stop always someone asking you for a sleeping bag and yet you're you just got another load of sleeping bags and you're getting the sleeping bags out but people are still asking you for sleeping bags like i could imagine that well, i don't have to imagine that we we went through that but i could imagine it on a larger scale like the mission or um whatever other, other other daisy chain that's a good one that i've been hearing good things about i could imagine after a while you're just like i just gave you five sleeping bags last week yeah you know what are you doing with your, i don't care and then like just that that attitude may just start coming off because i know it came off on me after a while i was just like this is never ending you know even if you gave everybody yeah. a, a tent and so like to have a committee to encourage you along the way not not so much cheerleader but to be there to to check in with you um to make sure you're that's why I even you know i said like the party throwing a massage make sure you're getting a massage make it make sure your feet are being taken care of make someone to look out make sure you know you're getting the proper rest you need to get or stepping away from the thing and having fill-ins for you for you know an ongoing uh, ministry or outreach that you're doing to, to have someone step in on your behalf and because otherwise you get burnt out and then that's where I think that the portion of the work starts getting done I think that's where people are down to 30% I don't really care yeah put your name on the list yeah. we'll, we'll call you <laughs> I'll email you <laughs> no you won't 
<laughs> so what I'm hearing in what you're saying is yeah. a couple of things, and one of them is that an organization, as it grows, uh, the frustration grows along with it, yeah. and that maybe part of the solution is to keep keep it small. I am a advocate for that. I think that's yeah. So I think yes, yeah, smaller is better because you'll have better results. You'll you you have real commitments, and even if you don't change the world, you know at least you'll change the lives of the, the people in which you're working with, and they'll change yours because it'll be intimate. And, 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 and if you, like my dad said, if you, if you write a song, you better like it. You know, if you're going to do a ministry, you better like the people you're doing ministry with. If you're going to do outreach, you should love the people you, you're doing outreach with. Because if y'all are having a good time, then what you're doing is a waste of time. <laughs> my, my observation and my experience. Right. Because then it becomes uh, maybe a sense out of duty or I don't know. obligation. It, it becomes bad. It doesn't, yeah. in my, if I say good. And I said bad. I say a group of guys out there having a good time, you know, and helping guys on the um, riverfront or little kids and playing or doing, you know, setting up some little living a stand and making music or something like that. Three guys having a blast in their life and affecting the impact of their community, showing up every s Sunday to give lemonade to the people on the Riverwalk. I think will be more impactful than than a, than a fifty regiment of people walking the lands, grumbling. Or, or, this is okay. They're not even grumbling. But just they're just there by duty, and they're just doing the duty. Do small acts of kindness with great love. Do what you would want done for you, yeah. for someone else. Yeah. You know, and then, and the more people that do that, number one, no one would lack. Not in the city. Mm-hmm. And no one would feel alone. We have so much. People have, we have so Abundance. Much. Yeah, we have enough to... Right. To get. But, it, but what we have is a, uh, a collective thought process of scarcity. Yeah, I could see that. But then, then, then how, then, then, yeah, but somebody has to be the grown-up. Somebody has to step somebody up and say... break the cycle. Here. Yeah. Somebody has to share the tea. Yeah. Right? Next week, I will describe the recovery cycle that begins with the admission that we don't have any answers for a crisis in our life. Until then, as a reminder to both you and me, let's pay attention to our breathing and keep it gentle. Yeah, I love you.